This is According to Callus. This is episode 231, and we are going to do a five for Friday. Yes, it's been a bit, but we're back. Number one, Texas. Yes, in case you didn't hear, north of 80%, I believe, is the actual number. It was not 90. It was 80% of the Texas Republican Party's convention voted for the plank that calls upon the Texas legislature to put out a referendum in 2023 asking if Texas should declare independence. And then to follow that up, 63% of all the people that responded in a poll supported a measure for Texas independence. So when you hear from people that this is some kind of fringe outfit. This is some kind of crazy people that want to do this stuff. They're all a bunch of whack job, whatever their pejorative is they want to throw at you. My personal favorite is seditious, but, you know, whatever. Um, just give them that number. 80% of the Republicans that were at the convention and 63% of the responses to the poll we may still not have 51% of the votes, but we are by far not some little fringe group that support the idea of having a referendum for Texas. And I said on more than one occasion, I still have questions on how that'll work. I'm still not 100% sold on it, but I do believe that it needs to go to the people. I do believe that the people have an opportunity to be heard. And I think if nothing else, the educational opportunity that will transpire over a whole year worth of debate would be more than worth it. Number two, the corn and censure. Well, I can think of at least four counties that have actually censured Cornyn for his latest sellout. And I'm sure there's more to follow. I will tell you firsthand, I have sent a copy of the censure. The last portion of it. Right? The therefores, if you will. In an email, letting them know that's coming up in Collin County on August 1st. I've also left a voicemail on the man's phone answering service. Letting him know that there's going to be a censure vote in Collin County. He has to be given an opportunity to heard under Rule 44, and I have not presented that to him. That's 10 days notice, so either he or somebody from his office can show up and testify. And because we're good sports, we're going to listen. We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. We're going to humor them. But if he chooses not to show up, that's on him. The notification was sent out with adequate period of time. I've done the due diligence and... Sadly, I could have done it a week or so earlier, but, you know, life just gets in the way. And if you're listening to my voice, you should know that we will have to suspend the rules in order to properly vote on this because that's just the way it has to be done. But we have that option, and it's coming up this August 1st. That's basically a week from next Monday. That's going to be at the Collin County Republican Party Republican Party's Executive Committee. So if you've got time, come and join us. Number three, hey Abbott. So 
Governor Gregg, you know, made some headlines a little while ago where he was going to bus people to D.C., but they had to volunteer. He, he put on a good show, but the border's still open. We have people flooding across. We have no idea who they are, where they're going, and nobody seems to care. Now, we know the feds have a vested interest in not closing the border. The feds, honestly, probably want to encourage more people. And forget the great replacement theory and all the quote-unquote white stuff in there. The simple fact is, is when you add a few million people to certain geographic areas, you change the demographics and you change the long-term outcome and what's going on in those locations. Now, I know a lot of these people have no business voting, but hey, you know, (laughs) voter ID is optional in several states and, uh, you know, some people just don't care. Georgia. But our governor, if he was really, truly concerned about doing the right thing, if he was really, truly concerned about getting reelected, if he's really, truly concerned about making a difference, he could and should do something about this. But, yeah, he just doesn't seem to be interested in doing anything about it. So I encourage you, if you have the time and the effort, make a call down to Austin. Tell the governor, hey, why don't you do something for real about the border? Maybe send him an email. Write him a letter. I don't know. Just a thought. And while you're at it, maybe let Lieutenant Dan know and uh, Phelan, Phelan, Phelan know what you feel about that as well. These guys are down there doing their own thing and thumbing their nose at we the people. But we need to let them know what we think about them. Apparently, 63% of the Republican primary was just happy enough with uh, Lieutenant Dan and Governor Gregg. But, uh, I know. I know. My lying eyes. All right. Number four. Originally, I was going to say no news is good news in 61, but I don't know if that's the case. And actually, by the time this episode actually plays, which technically would be a week from today, there could be news. But I'll just tell you, I have mixed feelings about this whole thing. I want it to play out. I want to know what actually happened. I want there to be a fair hearing. I want there to be an appropriate outcome. But I will say at this point, his team's put in over $800,000 to win a house seat. And a good deal of that money came from the aforementioned uh, Phelan, the governor, and I'm sure Lieutenant Dan's in there somewhere, not to mention a bunch of other little packs. These people want their man in there. Well, now, whether or not he's the best guy for the job, <laughs> he's the guy that won, and <laughs> he's the guy that's got the money to get him across the finish line. So we need to accept it, move on, and get the best deal we can out of it. You know, this. Yeah. you don't have to be excited, but you have to accept. Just like, yeah, it's fairly certain that Trump got screwed, but we got stuck with uh, Sleepy Creepy Joe. We got to figure out what we got to do to move forward. And that means we have to fix the elections, but you can't fix the elections if you aren't actually trying. Which actually brings me back to number three. Hey, Abbott, why don't you do something to secure the elections? That's within your purview and authority, you know. And while while we're on the local news thing here, 
just a funny aside, our so-called Republican mayor is now the treasurer for a Democrat that's going to run for sheriff, apparently. I haven't verified this, but I saw it on social media, and I just kind of find it somewhat humorous. Because there's a whole lot of people that are scared about that. And maybe we'll do an episode in a couple more days about all that's going on in the background on that. And just a little sliver of information that I have related to some of that stuff. Yeah. They say sunlight's the best antiseptic or disinfectant. One of those things, right? Hey, it's Friday night. It's late. But let's throw a little sunlight on it and see what we learn. See what happens. And let's go from there. All right, number five, no more masks. Now, I got to say, I was rather surprised today when I was out driving. I was behind another car. <laughs> now, we'll say in fairness, it, it didn't have Texas plates on it. But the person behind the driver's seat was wearing a mask. And somebody that looked like they were directly related to them, just a best guess, don't know, was also wearing a mask. The reason why I say that, there wasn't an Uber sticker or a Lyft sticker on the car. So, they're both in the front seat and they're wearing masks. I mean, come on now. And then here to tell you, there are still businesses and facilities out there that require that you put the thing on your face in order to go in. And then there's people that are trying to mandate you get a shot in order to participate in certain things. Now, I'm sorry, but I thought this was the land of the free and the home of the brave. And that doesn't seem very free or brave. And all these people that are oh so concerned about being able to kill their baby in the womb because it's their body and their choice don't seem to be the least bit concerned that we're injecting, uh, I don't know, DNA-altering substances into our bloodstreams. But, hey, what do I know? I'm not a doctor. Apparently, I'm not a biologist either. But the funny thing is, is I can tell the difference between a man and a woman. Just saying. While we're on the topic of masks... It's been speculated and postulated that uh, the latest version of whatever the bug is coming in, they're going to shove that stuff back on our faces again. And I'm here to tell you, ain't happening. I ain't going to do it. You can't make me. I'm done with this. Now, I can attest that I have officially, or I will put it this way, I will officially admit to having COVID not once, but twice. I got over it both times rather quickly with minimal symptoms, taking a little uh, base uh, supplements to offset it. And I've been just fine. Thank you very much. Till I ran into my little case of bronchitis, which was far just... Uh, worse than any of the COVID uh, nonsense I'd had. But people get sick. People get sick and die all the time. They always have and they always will. So I don't really know what the point is. Well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't know why we keep pretending that they actually care about our safety and our health. This is about control. It's about manipulation. It's about forcing people to do things that they would never choose to do on their own. And yet, a certain percentage of our population, mostly Yankees, a.k.a. Karens, they feel the need to force you to do something when they have no authority or no right to do so. And they get in your face and they act all offended that you want to be a free person and do your own thing. I'm sorry. 
I'll revert you back to episode 299. Or I'm sorry, 229, excuse me. I'll refer you back to episode 229. You can move to New Jersey because I ain't doing it. <laughs> and then, uh, while we're on that topic, I got to say, I, uh, not, not related to the five for Friday here, but, but while we're on that, that, that reminds me to my, uh, my favorite, uh, comic book quote, courtesy of, uh, the fictional Captain America. It doesn't matter what the press says. Doesn't matter what the politicians or the mobs say. Doesn't matter if the whole country decides something is wrong, is right. This nation was founded on one principle above all else. The requirement that we stand up for what we believe, no matter the odds or the consequences. When the mob and the press and the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth and tell the whole world, no, you move. I mean, that's pretty powerful. You got to take the truth where it is. And a comic book character written by probably a pagan atheist or whatever, you got to write. If you know what the truth is, you need to stand on it. And you need to take the beating that goes with it. Sometimes there's a consequence. And now I'm going to go off the format of the five for five and I'm just going to finish this up. There's a constant refrain. It only took 12 to change the world. And of the 12, how many of them died the martyr's death? A majority. You have to be willing to stand on truth. You have to be willing to face down everything, including your own death for doing the right thing. Now, a lot of us, that's a tough, that's a tough thing to sell, right? I mean, I think I'm pretty tough mentally, spiritually even, but physically you can only take so much. I mean, even the weakest man can hold his breath for 30 seconds. But we have to be made of sterner stuff. We have to rely on something that's beyond ourselves. And quite frankly, that is one of the benefits of faith in the Almighty. <laughs> the man that created heavens and the earth, who sent his son to pay our price, can give you the strength to endure just a little bit more. Or at least that's the truth as I understand it. You can choose to reject it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still truth. And with that, this is according to Callus, or perhaps I should say this was according to Callus. This was episode 231, a 5-4 Friday. And with that, it is the 29th of July. We're getting ready to jump into August. And uh, if you thought this was uh, interesting, informative, educational, exciting, whatever, like, share, comment on the show, tell your friends. We're here in McKinney, Texas, just trying to make a difference. One house at a time, one town at a time, one municipal election at a time. 
We can't fix the world, but we can fix our backyard. This is Courtney Kaus, and I will see you on the other side.